Wow, Nikki, I can't believe we reached the end of another year. I mean, dang, it's like I blinked and the whole year went by. I can't even believe it. (laughs) I still haven't even done my uh, yearly planning for 2023. (laughs) (laughs) I think I actually have like a big page in a journal that has 2023 plans written at the top (laughs) and maybe two vague thoughts. So I think what I need to do is just cross out the 23 and write in 24. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in today's episode, we thought it would be fun to share both podcast and personal updates on how the last year went, both the highlights and the challenges, as well as some of our fun plans for the coming year with you. Hi, this is Laura Lee Griffin. And this is Nikki May with the Stardust Society, inspiring you to stop getting in your own way and start building an art biz and life that you love. We are artists who believe strongly in the power of community, accountability, following your intuition, taking small, actionable steps, and breaking down the barriers of fear and procrastination that keep you stuck. Follow along with us on our creative business journey as we encourage you on yours. All right, Laura, let's start with accomplishments and highlights from 2023. What went well for, let's start with the podcast. Okay. Well, with the podcast, drum roll, we hit 100 episodes this year. (laughs) We hit 100 episodes um, a month or two back, a couple months back. Yep. And we are in our third year of podcasting mm-hmm. and we're still going strong. Yeah, it is awesome. We're still in the top 200 visual arts category of Apple podcast. We have listeners in 95 countries and counting and more than two dozen freebies are available in our resource vault. So if you haven't checked those out yet, by all means, go to startersociety.com and um, sign up for our email list and you'll get access to all of those great freebies. Definitely. And as of this past week, we have Mm -hmm. interviewed 35 awesome artists and entrepreneurs. Yeah, some really amazing interviews, so many good golden nuggets throughout them. And we hope you've enjoyed listening to them as much as we've enjoyed recording them. Do you remember, I don't know if you were as nervous as I was, but before our very first interview, which was Shannon McNabb, our first interview? Mm -hmm. It was. I was so freaking nervous. (laughs) And now it's my favorite thing to do. I know. I know. Isn't it funny? And that's really what speaks to you being on this journey with us and us stepping outside of our comfort zones. And we hope that that inspires you to step out of yours as well, because a lot of the things we do, we're really scared to do them. But once we step outside and actually do the thing, we're like, oh, well, that wasn't so scary after all. That wasn't so bad. In fact, that's my favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) What else have we accomplished here? Well, this year, um, I got to visit Paducah, Kentucky for the first time. And it's just everybody's biggest dream, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And I got to visit my favorite podcast co-host. You mean your only podcast co-host, Mara, (laughs) don't you? (laughs) Are you sneaking around on me? No, but it was super fun. Paducah is a very artsy town. 
tons of bourbon bars, which no surprise. We went Um, to all of them. (laughs) But lots of cool little art collective places. I did spend, you know, drop some change in a couple of those stores. Um, And uh, we went to an amazing restaurant called Fright House that has like a world famous um, chef there who was on Top Chef. What's her name again? Um, Sarah. Her name is Sarah Bradley. Sarah Bradley. So that was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so highly recommend that if you're ever in Paducah, Kentucky. Um, and what I loved about it was the charm of the city because it was like everything feels really old. And if anything new is built, they kind of build it in old style. So you kind of feel like you're you're surrounded by hundred year old buildings, which I think is super cool. I only wish you could have stayed longer so that we could have done more things, seen more places, and I could have shown you even more. But we spent so much of the time hold up in your airbnb just working planning plotting i know know. (laughs) we'll talk more about that in a bit yeah all right laura let's move into personal stuff what great things did you do or happened in 2023 all right so in 2023 um, I reached over 1,600 students through my two Skillshare classes. That's amazing. Right? Like, that's so cool. Um, it's just amazing how I've been able to reach so many different students through my Mindful Mandala's Procreate class for those that like digital art and my um, Copic Essentials class, which is for Copic marker students. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's been such a fun, rewarding experience um, to create those first two classes. And some extra little checks don't hurt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's been really great as well to have that that sort of passive income coming through. Um, let's see, what else? I completed about 20 paintings. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really good because it's been a super busy year. And I settled into my house finally after putting a ridiculous amount of money into <laughs> all the broken things inside of it. <laughs> Yeah, but it's beautiful. I can't wait to visit you there. Yeah, it is amazing. But you don't have room to park a bus, do you? I don't. Yeah, not a 40-foot bus, Nikki. (laughs) Not very many people do. Don't even think it's allowed in the neighborhood, so we're going to have to ship you in and out. (laughs) I'm resourceful. (laughs) What else? Um, Well, I had friends visit me from multiple continents around the globe, and they came to visit me in my new space, and we were able to paint together inside my new home studio space. So that was super fun. Like, I mean, before in my um, condo that I had in Dallas, we'd have to like go outside on a sunny day to paint because there was like no room for anybody to do stuff inside. It was just so jam packed. You like painting with other people? It's not something that I've ever considered doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's super fun. To me, making art is almost, unless I'm taking a workshop, it's mm-hmm. a solitary thing. Well, we'll do workshops together. So, like, we'll pick a painting to do together, and then we can we can actually do the thing together. And, oh, and then okay. the paintings always look very different when you're done. It's super fun. Gotcha. Um, but I've also done it where I've brought people over, and then we've just painted whatever we felt like painting. And it's just fun to have that. I don't know, that person there in the studio with you just cheering you on and enjoying the time. So nice. um, I really love that. And I'm hoping to do more of that in the coming year. All right. When I come visit, we're going to paint together. Awesome. So the next thing I did was I um, had a pop up shop in my new town at a local art collective. So that was sort of stepping out of my comfort zone. And awesome. Um, it was just on a Saturday where I went for a day and I sold a couple paintings. I sold a hand painted ornament. So well worth the time. 
Um, and the table only cost $25. So it was like amazing. Nice. <laughs> um, so that worked out really well. I'll have to do that again. Cool. I bought around eight art classes to expand my skill set that, of course, I've hardly started yet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what went well or? <laughs> um, I think it's it went well that I found them and I'm excited about them. Not so well that I didn't actually complete them yet. But uh, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> it's another year coming up. It's another year. Uh, the other thing is that was good is that I did all of this while managing a 70 plus hour work week in my day job. I'm actually amazed at how much you still managed to get done considering how many hours you work. Yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it's not great that I don't sleep very much, but um, yeah, you'll sleep when you're dead. So I have really enjoyed being able to do more of these things, but I do want to have more dedicated time. And we'll talk we'll talk more about that in a minute. So, Nikki, why don't you tell me about what went really well for you this past year? Well, I finally in the second half of the year got my solar electrical stuff straightened out and my hot water working in my bus. <laughs> hey, that's a bonus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Having hot running water and electricity is kind of, kind of important. <laughs> kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I traveled to nine different states and I was going to count all the cities that I, that I traveled to, but I don't think I can count that high. <laughs> wow. Um, and I went to four schoolie and or nomad gatherings Mm -hmm. where I met a whole bunch of amazing new people and just became part of a new community that I never knew existed. Yeah, there's a whole subculture for that, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. even multiple subcultures within that subculture. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Um, on the work side, I, I launched five new brands and websites that I'm super proud of. Mm -hmm. For some really great clients, in addition to the around 20 that I consistently work with that I've built in the past. Mm -hmm. um, so really productive year that way. Yep. And the most exciting thing is I completed the largest, coolest art commission of my life, which we talked about in several episodes. The right. commission I did for the local airport here. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. Um, I... Just a couple of weeks ago, accidentally started another new business, Wait, which I haven't you, even told you about. How do you accidentally start a business? Um, I don't know. You'll have to ask my new business partner. Her <laughs> name is Nat. You'll have to ask her. Okay. What is this business? Uh, more about that later, but it, it has to do with um, with art and design and schooly life. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Because I wasn't busy enough. Yeah, because yeah. you just needed to add one more thing to your plate. Well, you know, ideas, <laughs> they just keep popping into my head. Um, one of the most exciting things that happened was mm -hmm. I got to actually sort of kind of hang out and spend some time with my favorite musician, performer, Amanda Palmer. Do you mean you stalked Amanda Palmer? <laughs> was there any kind of restraining order involved? Because I know you and Amanda Palmer. No, we totally <laughs> hung out. I mean, she hung out and I hung out and we were in the same room. There was very little actual interaction, but so you, you hung out next to each other. We were in the same room. Who cares that I paid to be there? 
<laughs> now, you know, there's one thing I don't see on this list, Nikki. What's that? I remember when I came to Paducah, I saw a lovely magazine that had you in it. Uh, I believe you saw two lovely magazines that had me in them. There you go. Tell us about those. Yes. Yes, actually. Um, two local magazines. One is called Paducah Life. Mm-hmm. And one is called Posh. And mm-hmm. they're just magazines about all the cool things in Paducah, people, places. And both of them did stories about me and my art and specifically my bus. Right. That's pretty awesome. Super cool pictures. Yeah, I got I got some really great professional photos out of them, too. Why don't we share a picture of one of the spreads or something in the show notes so people can see? That's a great idea. Because I think it's really cool. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. All right. So let's talk a little bit about what didn't go as well as we would have liked last year. Do we have to? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's start out with the podcast. Okay. Uh, Let me start with this. Well, we have continued to commit publicly to some personal art challenges that we (laughs) may or may not have actually completed. <laughs> well, Nikki, I did make one Facetober post. Um, doesn't that count? Uh, well, Laura, I downloaded the prompts. Doesn't that count? <laughs> We're very sorry, Charlie. We love your challenge. We just kind of suck. <laughs> Well, there were also a few online and offline offerings we were planning to release this past year that are still in the works, but the launch plan's just been delayed a little bit. Yeah. See also Laura's day job and my overcommitting to other things, which is (laughs) maybe why all of these things are still going to happen and more just on a little slower timeline than planned. Which is totally okay. Yep. And um, our plan of having two planning retreats a year got a little bit off schedule. We only managed to fit one in-person session. Yeah. And I really hope we can get back to doing two a year because, A, they're super fun. Yep. And we get so much accomplished when we sit in the same room and dedicate all this time to it without the distractions of everyday life. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I got to say... It's easier to get more done when we meet in a city that's not either one of our homes, Mm -hmm. you know, because like here in Paducah, I had to introduce you to everybody. I had, (laughs) you know, distractions pulling on my time. So I really liked when we've met in in other cities. Well, I'm really going for Barcelona. So, you know, if you want to do that next year, Uh, I can't drive my bus to Barcelona, (laughs) but that's okay. I'll still go. Okay, maybe maybe like Portland, Oregon or someplace in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, absolutely. Okay, that would be cool. Absolutely. All right. So, Nikki, tell me a little bit about what didn't go as well as you would have liked this past year in your personal world. Well, um, I continue to be unhappy with my time management skills (laughs) (laughs) and I end up working far too many hours and not being nearly as efficient as I could be. I've talked a lot about how systems and processes are not my strong suit, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I really want to work on that. I always want to work on that, but that's one of the things that I could have gone a lot better. I think I could have been a lot better with my time management and gotten projects done more efficiently than I have. 
And that is one thing you'll notice that we ask a lot in our podcast interviews when we interview other artists is we Mm -hmm. kind of always want to know, ooh, what's your secret sauce to like getting all these things done? Yeah. I'm still holding out for like a Harry Potter house elf, but I haven't gotten one yet. Mm, I don't know what that is. (laughs) I mean, I know what the word house means and I know what the word elf means, (laughs) but I don't know what Harry Potter means. (laughs) Um, That's kind of sacrilege, but okay. (laughs) Uh, You know, that's okay. I'm not religious. All right. So the other thing is, although I have gotten finally gotten all the important systems working in my bus, it took far too much time and cost far too much money. So, you know, one of the beautiful dreams of living in a bus is to streamline everything, make everything simpler, make everything more affordable. Right. And because of circumstances (laughs) beyond my control, Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, I had to fix a lot of things in the bus and it, it ended up costing a lot more money than it was supposed to, which is part of the reason that I'm working more than I really want to. Right. So that's another thing. And as much as I love living and traveling in the bus, there is no shortage of challenges that it's introduced into my life, which really cuts into my time and money budget for other things that I had planned to do. Yeah, I, I think there's always a romantic view. Like when you see about things like, oh, you know, moving into a traveling bus and seeing the world is very romantic. <laughs> and then like the practicality of it, like when things start breaking down and stuff yeah. happens, you're like, oh, yeah. Well, and just other things you don't think about. I mean, I had done a lot of research before I did this. I didn't go into it with completely rose colored glasses. Right. I knew that there would be a lot of things that I had to take care of that you don't when you're living in a house. You don't have to worry about your own plumbing stuff. Yeah. (laughs) We'll say. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, you know, I just didn't know how much time driving and getting set up and then packing up to drive and checking all the systems. And, you know, I mean, yeah, you, you, you just don't know till you do it. And I'm sure that as I get more used to it and more knowledge, things will be second nature that I have to really think about now. Right. But it's definitely cut into I like I had this beautiful image of when I was going from place to place, I would drive for a couple hours in the morning and then I'd have all afternoon and evening to work and then relax. And really a travel day pretty much takes all day. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you're if you're not able to stay a place for, say, like two to three weeks, Mm -hmm. then there's a lot of travel days. There's a lot of travel days and that eats into the time you have to do other things. So, yeah, yeah, I'm getting better at it little by little so that, you know, I'm working things out. But I had to laugh. I met somebody new who just talked about what a charmed life I'm leading. And I'm like, (laughs) dude, Take a look in here. Does this look like charm to you? <laughs> it It is still cool. Like, I. Oh, I, it is cool. And I yeah. love it. And I'm not complaining and I don't regret it. I'm yep. just sharing that there are more challenges than anticipated. Correct. <laughs> yep. I get it. All right. What about you, Laura? What were some of your challenges for the year? Well, that 60 to 70 hour work week did not, you know, was not ideal. And there are lots of reasons behind it, but mm-hmm. um, I'm really working on some plans to manage that moving forward. Do the plans include growing four extra arms? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's too bad. I need to grow the four extra arms, um, just like AI. But um, 
(laughs) 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 But uh, no, we'll we'll be expanding the resources on my team and things like that moving forward. But a lot of it is just realizing you can't do everything right. Like I'm just not a person who lets balls drop. It's just not my personality. It never has been. And so I will kind of kill myself in the process of trying to keep all the balls in the air. Um, You actually need to sleep sometimes. And so I've just got to like let go, allow and say, you know what, this day is done. I'm going to go do this now. And like being able to let go of that and not have it sit in the back of my head for the next three hours going, oh, you need to do this. Oh, you need to do this. Like when you figure out how to do that, please let me know. (sighs) I know. Like silence all those little monkeys in your head, right? Mm -hmm. Put Uh, those monkeys to work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But really, the plan is to get a little more balance to allow more time for my art business and all the things that I just love, like, you know, like this podcast and creating daily. And um, I I didn't launch a collection yet of my my own painted work, though. I have a really cool one that's up my sleeve right now. It is really cool. I've heard a little bit about it. And it's going to be super cool. It's going to it's going to be awesome. (laughs) Uh, And then all the things that broke in my house, you know, so I mentioned it's like great now that that's mostly fixed. But like the first part of the year, um, I spent a ton of time with people in and out of my house. So any of the spare time I had was kind of like fixing things that had broken. Right. Oh, right. Um, Because you were a homeowner before, but you were in a condo where you had a condo association that that took care of a lot of that stuff. Right. They took care of some of it, definitely, like the roof and things like that. Mm-hmm. But like, um, not lot, inside the condo, not everything, yeah. and like HVAC and stuff. It's just like pretty much this house had plumbing issues, HVAC issues, electrical issues, like all kinds of stuff that I had to have tradesmen come in and do like significant work. It wasn't yeah. just like a little thing. It was yeah. like a fix the entire, you know, like underneath the house, there were holes throughout the entire HVAC system. So like the cool, the air and everything was going under the house instead of going into the house. (laughs) Well, that was lovely for probably the animals that were living under there very comfortably. (laughs) Which was another issue I had. I had a a family of possums under my house. So (laughs) Possums are cute. Um, kind of until they start hissing at you. But, um, Yes, we we caught the possums and took them to their new home. So no possums were injured <laughs> in in this scenario. They were all caught in cages and then taken away to new homes. But all right, but hopefully you now have the bulk of things figured out, taken care of. Oh, so yes. now you can yes, like holes in chimneys, brand new water heater system. Um, uh, I had to tear up my garage because the sewage system grew roots in it. Um, I mean, pretty much like everything that could go, go wrong went wrong, but. Knock on wood. Knock, knock, knock. Thank you. That's Um, (laughs) (laughs) marvelous. Let me just knock on my head a little bit. Uh, That stuff's done. So awesome. Yeah. So uh, let's see. What else? Um, No, that's that's pretty much it. Those were the those were sort of the big challenges. That's enough. So let's talk about what's coming up in 2024. I can't believe 2024 is coming up, first of all. I know. It's crazy. And in fact, by the time this is released, it will be 2024. Oh, wow. Believe it or not. Oh, my gosh. I know. Um, (laughs) All right. So what's coming up for the podcast? 
Okay, so for the podcast, we have heard you loud and clear that starting a business can be completely overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And we want to give you all of the tools that we can to help make that process simple and much more manageable. So without going into a lot of detail just yet, we have some really great offerings up our sleeves to help um, take care of this. Yes, I can't wait to get deeper into that. So we're both going to have to grow some more arms and some more time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really exciting. It's exciting it stuff. And we're, we're really excited to work on it. We think you're going to love what we have in store for you. Um, we also have planned a ton of great topics and episodes to address all the things you've let us know that you want to hear more about. Mm-hmm. And we have some really great interviews lined up to record in the upcoming weeks and months. So Again, we mentioned that was one of our favorite things to do. So it's really exciting to talk to lots of different people. And some of these will be more experienced and some of them will be less experienced because that's another thing you've told us that you really enjoy for us to talk to um, to some people who might not be f as far down along the path as others. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've heard from you guys that you love hearing from people who are not quite as far down the path so that they are more relatable to where you are now. So you can really see yourself in their story. So we've got we've got more of that coming up, too. So, Nikki, what's up for you personally in 2024? Uh, wait, wait, is it is it stalking Amanda Palmer? Because I think that's probably <laughs> one of the bullets on the list. <laughs> I have no plans to stalk Amanda in the next year, but um, that doesn't mean my plans won't change. <laughs> It's not stalking, I swear. <laughs> she says with a smirk on her face. <laughs> she says while she loosens the handcuffs. <laughs> okay, seriously, what's coming up for me in 2024? Well, as mentioned, I don't have a lot of things planned. <laughs> uh, I really want to just keep getting better and more streamlined with the things that I'm doing. I want to get more efficient. I want to finally learn how to actually make a plan and stick to it. But I haven't done all that planning yet. <laughs> I feel like we both need to reread that book, Essentialism. Uh, I happen to be in the middle of it right now. Okay. I mentioned in one of our previous episodes not too long ago um, that I had a an awesome business coach that I've been working with. Mm -hmm. And she actually sent me the, the hard copy of the book in the mail. So, oh, awesome. Um, so I'm rereading it, even though I read it a few years ago, or I think I listened to the audiobook, but now I'm reading it, which is a very different experience than, um, than I love audiobooks, but when you actually hold a book in your hand and read mm -hmm. it, you can easily like reread something that struck you, you know, right. I, I'm usually listening to audiobooks when I'm driving. So it's not that easy to just go back and rewind or highlight a section, you know, so it's nice reading the physical copy. Um, and speaking of that, I really want to make a lot more time in my schedule in my life to read. Mm -hmm. I used to love to read and yep. it's so hard to find the time anymore. Well, one of the things you talked about in a previous episode was a new morning routine and you were doing a bit of reading in the morning. So is that is that not happening for you anymore? For a while, I was doing pretty well. I was making time to read a little, to write a little and to just kind of actually the other thing on my morning routine was to spend a few minutes cleaning something. Mm -hmm. So I was doing well for a while. And then as what usually happens with me is 
things will get really, really busy and I'll start feeling like uh, I got to just get hit the ground running and get to work. And Mm -hmm. even though I know in my brain when I'm thinking about it, that's probably when I need that grounding, slower morning routine the most Mm -hmm. so that I don't get too frantic. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. I can easily get overwhelmed and feel a lot of anxiety about that kind of stuff. So let's add that to my list. I'm going to get back to that morning routine. Yep. And take that time for myself. I think that's good. Another big thing that I want to do is I I so enjoyed um, doing the airport commission and the downtown Paducah building, which you saw when you were here. I did. It was so cool, guys. It was like huge. It was three stories tall with massive butterflies. And I think it was Black Eyed Susans, right? Black Eyed Susans and Monarch Butterflies. Yeah. Yeah, Beautiful. Um, And a good friend of mine who works in like economic development and city development had the idea to actually put together a package to market doing that kind of artwork for Main Street organizations across the country. Which is amazing. Like, what a perfect way to pitch your work, because you have two real examples of it. Yeah. You can prove you've done it. You can prove how you can take like an old building that's not being used for something and turn it into something beautiful. And I've got some great testimonials from from people who work for the city and for just people who love seeing it downtown and have said, you know, how much they enjoy it. And people are taking selfies in front of them. And so um, so I think I can put together a compelling package and try to market that. And that would be such a fun project to do. Oh, super fun. Yeah. Super, super fun. So other than that, I want to continue improving things on the bus. Um, There's always It's like having a house that's Mm -hmm. under earthquakes all the time. So (laughs) aside from the normal projects, there's always something that needs tightening or fixing. So aside from getting the bus, you know, perfect Mm -hmm. in quotes. (laughs) Yeah. um, Just doing more traveling and getting that routine down better so that I can have a good balance of traveling, working, resting, playing, meeting new people and just do a whole lot more of the same. I think it's a great plan. Thanks. What about you? What do you have coming up? Um, okay, so for the next year, I plan to release a really awesome collection of paintings this year. That you um, just hinted at. Yes. So I have this great idea and I just got to get started at my easel for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's something that would be easily licensable too. So I agree. Um, so I've just, you know, then I can do the pitches for it and everything once mm-hmm. I get the collection together. Yep. Um, and then many of you know me as a visual artist, but my roots started in music. So I've been singing since I was um, pretty much before I could talk. And then I, I've been playing piano since I was three. And she does both beautifully. Thank you, Nikki. Um so I'm going to join TuneCore this year and start releasing some of my own music on all streaming platforms. Nice. And I'm going to start off by committing to one song. It's a good start. <laughs> one song. But um, I can't wait to dive into this now that I have a space with my own walls that allows me to kind of make my own noise again, right? And so I'm just super, super excited. I've actually been diving into the world of MIDI instruments recently, too, and going down that rabbit hole a little bit. Like you can have an orchestra inside of your computer. It's just the coolest thing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, So I'm going to be doing some of that this year. Um, On the business side of things, I plan to do a refresh on my website. 
Um, at one point this year, I want to expand my email list um, to rework my portfolio page, as I mentioned in another episode. And then I want to create a course on a new teaching platform and to pitch some work for licensing, which will probably be associated with this collection that I've I've mentioned. Uh, I pretty much want to do all those same things, too. So add that to my <laughs> list, too. <laughs> Our lists are just getting longer. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. That's okay, because they don't all have to happen at once. And they don't all have to happen this year. We just have to start them and make progress, take little steps. Absolutely. Break it down into the smallest steps and mm-hmm. go from there. Yeah. So, um, you know, as we look forward to the new year, it can sometimes feel a bit overwhelming to to have a list of what you might call New Year's commitments, right? And Rather than focusing on the goals here at Starter Society, we like to narrow it down to just one word of the year uh, to guide our way. So think of it as an intention instead of a New Year's resolution. And we talked all about this practice way back in episode number five. So you can go back and and give that a listen. Um, And then you can find the episode plus a free guide to choosing your own word of the year at startersociety.com slash word of the year. Awesome. So Laura, talk to us about your words of the year in the past and what you're going to think about for your word going forward this year. All right. So some of the words that um, words of the year that I've used in the past have been flow, connection. Um, I think connection was really big for me in COVID, for example, uh, ease, allow, trust. Um, I could probably have those words every year, to be honest. <laughs> but this year I'm I'm going to go with a different one. I'm going to go with joy. That's a good word. Yeah. Right. Like, so first off, that word just makes me smile. Like, I've always loved the word joy. And I want to infuse all areas of my life with the joy of being in the moment to follow those things that tug at my heart strings, um, to bring joy to my friends and family. And it also means I can't take myself so seriously, right? You know, if you're in a space of joy, you can't, you know, get too heavy about things, you know, that sometimes yeah. don't need to be heavy, yeah. right? All right. I like it. I like it. So, yeah, so that's my word of the year, Nikki. What about you? Well, my history tends to be to come up with a word of the year and then promptly forget what it was (laughs) (laughs) and not think about it. I remember you had one called courage. Uh, Yes. And I would say that in the past couple of years, I have embodied that word. I mean, I have done some things so far out of my comfort zone and that many people think I'm crazy for, (laughs) but they've definitely taken some courage. Well, I already, I already thought you were crazy before you did those things. So. (laughs) Yes. And I'm just here to prove you right. (laughs) But, um, so here's what I'm thinking for 2024. So I have hinted at the fact that I deal with some anxiety and Mm -hmm. ADHD and, overwhelm and Mm -hmm. I tend to get like so frantic and and feeling like everything is too much and Mm -hmm. so my word of the year is breathe oh good word I'm gonna take the time to pause and just breathe I love that Nikki yep yeah yeah that's a good one Like when you hear that word, it just automatically calms you, right? And I want to add a little something to that because what 
something that goes along with with taking the time to slow down and breathe that I've been doing. And again, my business coach, Mimi Gordon, Mm -hmm. suggested this for me. I can feel sort of this like I'm being super vulnerable here, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. I don't normally do, but I can feel this like sort of panic rise up inside me and Mm -hmm. kind of like up to my neck, my chest. Mm -hmm. So Mimi suggested take my hand and put it like on my chest Mm -hmm. and breathe. And just there's something super comforting about just putting your hand on your chest like that, skin to skin and and breathing and slowing down for a minute. And that can that can push that panic back down and calm me down and let me think, okay, there's really nothing here that's not manageable. I'm not being chased by a bear, (laughs) despite the fact that it sometimes feels that way. Yep. Even though I'm the bear. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so so that goes along with my my word. So I will put my hand on my chest like that and breathe. Yeah. And I'm also speaking from a perspective of someone who's had anxiety as well. And, you know, I've had panic attacks in the past and different things like that. And really stopping and taking that time because I get that heaviness and I get a lot of physical sensations Mm -hmm. and then that heaviness, the tightness in the chest that feels like you can't breathe, like Mm -hmm. you're hyperventilating. Yep. And to be able to slow down and, you know, take a long, deep breath in and then a long exhale out Mm -hmm. really makes a huge difference. So I think that's an awesome word. Joy and breathe. Woohoo. All right. Well, now it's your turn. Join the Starter Society Facebook group and let us know what your word of the year will be and what things have you excited for the year to come. Let's support each other. For links to all the resources we mentioned and to read today's show notes, go to startersociety.com slash a new year. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. And happy new year. Happy new year.